Blog Talk Radio. So, um, I can't hear anybody, and I don't think anybody can hear me. Uh, We are having some serious technical difficulties. Um, 
can hear me, but I can't hear I. So that makes it difficult <laughs> to do the show since I can't hear any callers. Um, not sure what to do. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear oh. you. This is screener Kendra. Hey, Kendra. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So are you going to be our um, co-host? Are no, you going to be? I, I wasn't planning on it. I just wanted to see if you could hear me because we were having technical difficulties. Yeah. Okay, everybody. So this is Pet Psychic Radio, and uh, we have Kendra aboard today. And can you guys Kendra, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so we're back. Sorry, everyone. Oh. Peace out. <laughs> Why are you leaving us? Well, I, I didn't want to. I don't want to rain on anyone's parade or step on anyone's toes. <laughs> so what? Well, let's introduce you. Yeah. Since you're here on the air. Go on. Okay. Okay. How official? Yes. Hello, my name is Kendra, and I am the screener. <laughs> and I lost my voice over New Year's, so hence the raspiness. Oh, sounds good. Thank you. Sounds Kendra, sexy. Can you tell everybody about what kind of animals you have. I have two cats, and I'm 100 million percent addicted to Laura, who has read my cats about probably six or seven times, and the stuff that she has uncovered has been absolutely incredible, and only me and my husband would know this stuff and the cats. <laughs> Okay, so it's addicting. I, if I were you, I would definitely, if I was a caller, I would definitely do the one-on-one session because the our cats are so smart, or our animals, dogs too, and they can tell us so many wonderful things, and you just get even more addicted to your animals after a session with Laura. So, Kendra, what is the best thing that one of your animals has said? Well, my little Snoopy, the first the first time I went to you, Snoopy's first thing, because Snoopy has a little eating disorder, and, you know, us women can be a little hard on ourselves, and <laughs> the first thing Snoopy said was that I'm just really worried about my mom's attitude because I want her to love and accept herself as she does me. Aww. And, which was, is so isn't that sweet? And then so- my husband sing songs to me, and only my husband and I know that because you don't brag about such crazy things, and Snoopy brought up how my how my husband sings songs to my mom and how he wants my husband to sing songs about him. And, you know, and who else would know that? It's not something you say to people like, my husband sings songs to me. That's like a little embarrassing, so... <laughs> It's so cute. And also, Snoopy told us to get a second opinion on my my cat, Boo, who has leukemia, or I thought had leukemia, and Snoopy told us that our vet doesn't believe in Boo's health, and Snoopy told us to get a second opinion, and what did we do? Get a second opinion, and Boo does not have leukemia, got extensive tests done, and Boo just was a little anemic. So there's lots of things that's been uncovered. Oh, and tell us the best thing that Boo's ever said. 
well, boo, we I live with my father, and my father sometimes, you know, he's from New York, and he can be a little abrasive, and has said that I've been stupid. You know, he's just being funny, but boo said how smart, how smart I am, and how my father needs to know how smart my mom is. That was oh. sweet. It's so cheap. <laughs> Because they really do see everything, like what's going on in the dynamics of the home. Oh, yes, they do. They see everything. <laughs> I know, which is so amazing that people don't realize that, but they really do, like, notice everything that's going on and every, everything that's being said to each person. They really see all that and understand that. It's it's pretty amazing. And that's what's after having sessions with you, you really realize that because now all I'm doing is talking to my cats all day long and singing and singing too. Oh, that's so great. That's I so just want to say thanks to uh, you guys, to Deanna and Kendra, so much for helping us out with the phones every week and helping us on the show. And they're the two that are behind the scenes that people don't know about, but they do such a great job, and I just want to say thank you so much. Oh, we love it. It's brought <laughs> us closer, me and my sister. We've learned to become a team. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks, guys, and thank uh, I guess we will we'll go back to screening. Later. Yeah, go back to screening. Bye. 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 <laughs> so... Um, I'm so glad we got to figure out this technical difficulty thing. So for all of you listeners, call in at 917-889-2693. we got the chat room open. Um, Happy New Year's to everyone and to you, Laura, and your family. Oh, Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Do you guys have New Year's resolutions, like the animals or anything? Do they come up with resolutions? Yeah, they do. We, I, to be honest with you, every year I write an article on um, on what the animals' New Year's resolutions are. But yeah. this year, <laughs> this year I wrote the article on what I think everybody should do for the new year. Oh, like what do I think? Every what what I wish every animal owner knew. I see. Uh, um, but we can ask my animals what their New Year's resolutions are if you'd like. Or yeah, let's ask. Yeah, let's ask uh let's ask your animals what their New Year's resolutions okay, are. He's right here lying by my chair. Stormy King. Storm King is um Aussie. Stormy honey. Stormy honey, what do you what's your New Year's resolution? To feel better in my body. And to drink more juice. Oh, is he juicing? Well, that's really interesting, actually, because sometimes what I do, he has these, um, I feed him this honest kitchen precise. It's just like a vegetable mix. You add dehydrated vegetables and you add water to it, and that's like his breakfast. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes I juice and I have, I'll juice more for him, and so I'll dehydrate it, I'll hydrate it with the juice. Oh, that's a good idea. But my sister wrote mm-hmm. her blog post today on juicing, mm-hmm. and she and she um, she has this great blog, and she plugs me in it. And so I think Stormy's thinking about the juice because I've been talking about that blog post. I but see. For all of you, I'm going to plug my sister's blog. It is Eat, Breathe, Live, 
eatcolor.com, eat, breathe, live, color.com. And uh, it's all about color. And she, she puts these, like, beautiful pictures of fashion and nature and just all these beautiful pictures of color. And each, each day is a different color. So uh, today was, like, this green color. And so she did, like, juicing and plants and stuff. That's cool. So. Yeah, I've seen that blog. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's very creative. Yeah. Okay, who else? Next. Next in line. Okay, well, let's do Rosa. How's that? Okay, yeah, we'll do Rosa from my house. Rosa is my cat. She's, I don't know how old she is. She's like 14, 15 maybe. And she's, uh, what do you call that kind of cat? Is that called a tabby? I don't know my cat. tabby, yeah. Yeah. She says that she wants to feel more comfortable around groups of people, around company. Around company. She's doing pretty good, I have to say. I want to feel braver, like I could sit next to them on the couch. Mm-hmm. That's a neat one. That's a good one. She has been scared most of her life, and she's been coming out of her shell um, more recently. So I think that's really good, especially because I have a roommate coming in, and that would be, you know, would be good for her to sit down with the roommate, you know? Maybe that's what she's talking about is the roommate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Happy New Year's to everyone, all of our animals, all of our callers, all of our listeners. Uh, Let's get to some phone calls. And uh, before we take some calls, let's talk a little bit about animal communication. If you can tell us a little bit about picturing um, the questions in your mind, how you communicate with the animals and how you are talking to them. Okay. So So give advice to people on how to ask them the question? Yeah. Okay. So what you want to do before you come on the air is just tell your animal what the question is. And really the only thing you need to do about that is just to be really, take a breath, and then be extremely clear in your mind what your question is. So for instance, let's say you're you're asking, how does your body feel? Just sort of ask the question, how does your body feel, and picture the animal's body and the sensations. Like you can, sometimes I do like a scan, like I picture like going from the head to the ears, to the paws, to the elbows, down the body to the stomach, and just sort of, you know, say like, how do you feel? And they'll get it. Um, The main thing you want to do is just really be clear in your head and try not to get distracted. Like, Like think to yourself, like, hey, um, how does your body feel? And then think, oh, did I get any text messages? (laughs) Because then your animal might get confused because you're switching thoughts so fast. So you just want to keep to one thought and take another breath. And then you can say, um, Laura is going to talk to you in her heart and your mind. And, um, And feel free to tell her anything that you'd like. And if for some reason we don't get on the show today, um, think whatever your answer is over and over and over and send it to me. And if you have any pain in your body, or just over-exaggerate that pain so that I'll get it by the end of the day. So even if you don't get on the air today, um, your pets will feel like they have an avenue to be able to let you know what's going on. Cool. So let's take our first call. 
Um, we have a male Shepherd Dane mix that's black and brown, two years old. Um, loves the beach water, but not the baths or hoses. So not bath ba- baths or hoses. We have Grease with Megan. Hi, Megan. Tell us about uh, Grease. Well, uh, we uh, always take him to the beach, and he just loves that water, and we'll swim in it and play with all the dogs there and chase tennis balls. But when we come home or uh, just try to give him a bath, he starts, he gets, like, scared, and sometimes he'll shiver, mm. and he'll try to get out. It's, uh, mm. So I was just wondering why he's so afraid of, the bath water and the hose water and not the beach water. Okay. And so when you just so I have a good picture of it so I can ask him, are you is he getting hosed down outside or is he inside in a shower in a bathtub? Um, we do both. Oh, you do both. Okay. And he's the same way in both of those places. He gets yeah, scared. He, he seems maybe a little more comfortable in um just sitting in the bathtub. Mhm. Okay, but let's get him. Still scared. Yeah, let's get him and talk to him. Okay, let's get Grease. I don't like the way it pelts me on the side, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I'm so worried it's going to give me an earache. And it makes my back hurt. Okay, so one of the things that maybe might have happened to him a long time ago is that he got water in his ears. But I'm going to explain him sometimes when he runs through the ocean, he might get water in his ears too. So, and um, and maybe somebody. So when when he says that it pelts him on the side, do you feel like the hose is really strong, or do you Um. feel? Like he's a little bit, it's a, he's saying that it's a little bit stronger than it actually is. Well, we don't put the hose on strong. Like we have, we don't put it on jet or anything. We just uh-huh. put it on like shower that just flows on them. Okay, good. So what might be happening is that maybe at one point he had one or because he's getting so scared, like he's getting tense, like, when they get tense, they cramp their whole body and they put that tail underneath their legs. And so because he's holding himself so strong or so tense that the water is actually bugging him more than it would if he just relaxed. So I'm going to explain to Grief that when he's, and I'll tell him too now and I'm telling you, that when he, that it's very, very important when he goes to the beach, one of the things about going to the beach is that he gets, salty and he gets dirty and you as a family don't want that salt and dirt in the house so when he goes to the beach it's just part of going to the beach he has to get hosed or bathed afterwards and Mm -hmm. what would help him is if he licked and yawned and blinked his eyes and concentrated on his breathing and concentrated on relaxing his body. And that would help his body not hurt so much. And if he didn't shake so much and move around so much, you guys would be really, really careful about not getting it in his ears. But he needs to sort of stay still and let you do your job so that you can make sure that you know exactly where all the water is going. 
Yeah, and I was thinking maybe to help if you could ask him who he's most comfortable with in our family. Maybe that person could give him baths more. Oh, okay. Is, does your dad do it sometimes? Uh, no. Is there a boy, is there a man that does it or a boy? It's uh, it's usually my mom who does it. Cause I see someone who looks um, I see someone who looks like more stern or like more confident. I thought it was a man though. You don't have an older brother. I have that's probably my dad. He's more uh strict with the dogs, like doesn't want them yeah. upstairs and Oh. Um okay, hold on. But it's interesting that he'd want someone more strict to give him a bath. You think he'd want someone but maybe it helps him make feel a little bit more confident because your dad's probably like just get it over with. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell him that he has to get used to everybody giving him a bath because eventually, I mean, he's young still. I mean, you might all have to give him a bath at some point. Yeah. Okay. He says that he likes scratches in the bathtub and treats. So if you stand yeah, and treat, do that a lot. you would like that. Okay, and does that necessarily mean that uh, he likes uh, my dad the most? No, it doesn't mean that necessarily that he likes your dad the most. He's just saying that he feels safer in the bathtub. He feels yeah, the he best in the bathtub if your dad does it. But sometimes when, when people are sort of more in control and they're not too much concerned about the dog's emotional state and they just want to get it done and get him out of the tub – Sometimes yeah. that just makes everything move quicker, and then the dog is happier. So um, you can learn a little bit about from that by not, like, coddling him too much and saying, it's okay, don't worry, you know, be, you're fine. You know, just sort of, you know, just, just really picture in your mind that, you know, he's just getting washed and it's part of going to the beach and no big deal and, you know, get over it. Lick and yawn and blink your eyes because – uh, he just he didn't understand the correlation between between going to the beach and getting a bath. He just thought you were like punishing him by giving him a bath. Okay, he didn't, thank he you. He didn't see the connection, and that's another thing that you can do whenever your animals are nervous. You can explain because of something that you're doing. You can explain to them why you're doing it. Like when you're hosing him, you can say, "Look, all the sand is coming off of you." lick and yawn and blink your eyes. So Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Keep us posted. Call us back and let us know how he does. Okay. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Megan. Bye, Megan. Cool. So um, tell, tell us real quick about the blinking because blinking, you know, the calming signals. I'm just going to keep grilling everyone about yeah. that. So. Yeah. So animals have what we call calming signals, and that's body language that animals use to communicate with one another. Sometimes they use them to communicate with us, and they also use these body language signals to calm themselves. And some of these signals are blinking of the eyes, looking and looking away, licking the mouth, like licking their own mouth, yawning, 
sitting down, lying down, stretching, like that yoga down dog pose or play bow, we call it. Um, coming to you on an arc can be one. Um, fake sniffing is also one. And these are extremely important. I believe that every pet owner or every animal owner should know what these signals are because you can tell a lot about how your animals are feeling by how they do these signals. We love these signals. We want to see them all the time. Now, lack of calming, like a, a body language signals where your animal is getting scared or your animal is about to get aggressive, is when they close their mouth, they stare, their body gets stiff, and they lean on their front paws, and then from there, it can go into that fear shake that Grease is doing in the tub, um, or it can go into any type of form of aggression, where it's like a snarling or lunging or barking. When we see our animals doing these, these lack of calming signals, mouth closing, the number one mistake old school dog trainers and um, some people make is scolding their dogs because they see that aggression might come. So they scold their dogs at that time. What you want to do is redirect them and teach them to blink their eyes, lick, yawn, turn away. And all you do that is you can like sort of swipe your hand in front of their face to get them to blink. You can put a treat in front of their nose and actually get to lower their head away to get them to to stop the stare and turn away, and just mark the behavior. Good turn away, good blink, good lick your lips, good calming. And every time you see them calm themselves, just praise them. And then what that teaches them is how to calm themselves in stressful situations so that they, at some point, they don't need you there anymore. They can do it themselves. That's awesome. It really works. It does work. It really uh, works. And I can and attest to that. Yeah, and also it's like a lot of people are just not that visual. If they have a hard time seeing their animals do those things, but just sort of stick with it and just sort of watch them. You know, you don't even have to engage in praise every time right now, but just sort of watch your animals from a distance. Watch how they interact with other people. Watch how they interact with other animals and just see if you can start recognizing those signals. Right. Our next uh, caller is a pit mix, black and brown brindle, white on the nose, named Styles. He's seven years old and has a little bit of um, some back and leg problems um, mm. falling out of the bed. So let's find out what's going on uh, with Styles. What's happening? Hi. Um, first, I just want to say thank you to Laura. Um, we've called in before, and because of your work and the inspiration that you are, I'm actually signing up for level one at the Gurney Institute. Oh, how cool uh, is that? Yeah, and Laura, you're just such an inspiration. Your work is just, it moves us all so much. So I wanted to thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and when you know, we Carol was my teacher. Did you know that? That's how I heard about the Gurney Institute, and that's why I had, like, I went, oh, my God, like, I could learn to do this, and I got all inspired because of you, Laura, (laughs) and I heard of her because of you, yeah, and, yeah, it's just an journey. Yeah, for all of you out there, it's uh, thegurneyinstitute.com or or animalcommunicator.net, and that's Carol Gurney, and she's the first woman who I ever studied with. 
she's phenomenal. I've done some webinars with her so far, just like ramping up for the, you know, the level one, one week intensive. So it's been amazing and the journey's been great. And so you might be wondering, why are you calling? <laughs> I'm calling because Styles, my dog, is. Not, I'm not sure if he's withholding with me or if I'm missing some of his communications, but um, we had called in before and due to your urging, we found a holistic vet and he had been having um, mid-back and knee problems. Uh, he's okay. a rescue and he had you know, suffered some abuse and there was some scar tissue from that. So um, he's had his first acupuncture treatment, which was a wonderful experience and something I highly recommend for anybody's animals. It's so zen-like for them and wonderful. And uh, he got some Chinese herbs and um, he was doing really great. He's, um, his body language has changed a lot. He's a lot more relaxed and his running, he's more like floppy, like a puppy. But then the last few days that has increased and it's not I'm like, wait a second, this isn't just cute. This, there's something going on here as well. Um, like his feet can't get under him quite quickly enough. Like he hasn't fallen yet, but close. And uh, like going down the stairs real quickly, he's slipping, you know. Um, he fell off the bed in the middle of the night a couple nights ago. And so when when he fell off the bed, did this behavior, body language behavior, happen after that well he that's what's so tricky is he was already kind of floppy and i would hear his toenails drag a little on the pavement because he was real relaxed and then yes since the falling off of the bed i see that it's gotten more oh um it might actually be and i maybe would take him we will definitely ask him how he's feeling but i would um take him back to the vet because that sounds neurological when they can't slip yeah. their when they're like you said their toenails are dragging on the floor sometimes oh. what they can't do is they can't flip their paw sometimes their paw flips over and they can't flip it upright again yeah and that's but, it's neurological and that sounds neurological to me so that um, was my concern and we are going back on um on monday we're gonna go yeah back. I, I would definitely put in a and if you feel like this started to happen after the acupuncture treatment uh-huh. i would put in a call and say this is what i've been seeing and we're concerned well, I did, and they they moved his appointment, his next appointment, up till Monday, and they said if you've you know if it increases or gets worse, come in even sooner. I just wanted to know from him okay. because when I asked him, um, the only thing I got was a sensation of him being really like I got dizzy and felt like I was being pulled to the right a little bit. Although oh. his body, when he's out walking and stuff, he doesn't pull to the right. But that's the sensation he gave me. I didn't. I. Oh, I think that's really good. And sometimes with neurological problems, especially if he's thrown something out, he could definitely feel dizzy. So, yeah. and and the way the body works is like sometimes, you know, you could feel being pulled to the right if you're having, you know, problems on the other side. I mean, sometimes where there's the actual feeling isn't always exactly where it's exhibited. So um, you could completely be right on there. Okay, let's ask Styles how he's feeling and and uh, if he knows what you can do to help him. Okay. Mom's right. I don't feel good. I even feel a little bit like it's hard to catch my breath. Mm. And walking is getting way difficult. 
it's like it's harder to lift my legs up. And I sort of feel like my mouth and neck are hurting. And my head feels heavy. And I want to get better. But I'm sort of getting nervous. Because I don't feel like I'm getting better. I hurt myself when I fell off the bed. I slammed my left shoulder. I almost wonder, does this vet, does she do chiropractic too? They they have it available at the same office, yeah. I'm just wondering why this happened after an acupuncture treatment. Unless he felt so relaxed and then mm-hmm. the same thing, and then he fell off the bed and the, and then that really made it worse, you know? That is my assumption. So, you know, but I, when it's your own animal, I don't know if if you have this, but I get, you know, that extra worry, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, I would yeah. maybe see if you could take them in sooner than Monday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Call us back and let us know how he, how he is. Okay. I will. Um, does he feel like it's happening in his head or his neck or his back? It's his his um his neck and his side of his the right side of his jaw and his okay. right side of his mouth. But it's exhibiting all over his body. It's going down his spine too. Yeah, it's so neurological. I, but he gave me the sense that he slammed his left shoulder. Okay. I'm going to have them do another exam. And um, and I felt chiropractic, too. But, I mean, of course, you know, they'll they'll give me some direction. But thank you so much, Laura. Like I said, not just for this, and this is a big deal, too, but um, but for everything that you're doing and just sharing this work with the world and inspiring oh, all of us. Thank you. Thank, thank you. That's you. sweet. I'll, I'll yeah, and I'm excited to hear how you like Carol's class, too. So have fun with that. Okay, I'll I'll keep in touch. Okay. Thanks. Thanks again. Cool. That's so neat. They're taking Carol's class. I know. She's really wonderful. So all of you out there who want to learn, go for it. Yeah, um, David in the chat room posted her website in the chat room. So you can put the link. So that's cool. Thanks, David. Um, let's go to our next caller, which is Met. The golden retriever, who is a serv- who's going to be a, who's been trained as a service dog, and is going to become a service dog soon, and so she needs a transitional help here. Nina, tell us uh, what's going on. Uh, when is Meta leaving? Thank you, thank you. This is Nina, and Meta will be leaving us on January twenty fourth. And we've had her since she was seven weeks old, and we are really, really struggling with um, the transition. And it will be very, very abrupt as of January 24th when she actually leaves our house. Oh, how sad! So, <laughs> is, how many people are in your home? Who's your? What does your family consist of? Um, our house consists of myself and my husband, and our other dog, Harpo, and our cat, Boo. Oh, 
And, and so I've been the primary um, puppy parent, though, with her, but my husband's very involved, and, and we cry all the time. We're having a very hard time. Um, and so when she's going to be a service dog, where exactly is she going so I can tell her? Well, that, that's what i like you to tell her, but um, she went to be matched last week. There were five dogs and four clients, and they don't tell us which client they match with, and I just told her to go and, and pick the person with the most love in their heart. Um, but I just know that she's going to be a diabetic alert dog, but I don't know which client. There's uh, a six-week training period, so it okay, we have to stay a little what, flexible. She's going to be a diabetic? Guy? No, diabetic alert dog. Oh, she's dog. going to be diabetic. Oh, my gosh, that's, that's hard because I know some diabetic dogs and um, they don't sleep at it's all. Not, it's not the easiest thing to train for because you have to oh, train it on a stand. Yeah, she's the um, best in the whole class of nine. She's she's an awesome dog. Oh, good. So she's been already getting her training. And so what exactly do you want me to ask her or tell her today? Um, I want I want help with... Um, telling her that she's going to be loved wherever she is and that she's the most awesome dog in the world and she's already a hero um, and that we won't ever forget her. Aw, and we, then what if she fails out? She comes, if she fails, right, she comes back to you? Um, she'll if, if she fails, she'll only come back to us for a short period of time and then she'll go through the next class. But it's not very likely that she'll fail because she alerted three times. Yeah, she alerted. She was the best in this batch of. Oh, of good. Okay, so I'm going to tell her about how she, when she was born, she was born with a very, very special job in her future, and now it's the time to learn her job. And she asked, "Will she ever get to see you guys again?" Not for a year. Oh, but after a year they can come and visit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, good, so that she can come and visit you um, after the year's up and mm-hmm. um, that this is very exciting for her and this is like a really wonderful um, service that she's going to give to somebody who may need her and that if they didn't have her, they might die. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me tell them that. Hold on. Well, like I heard you, and you know what? I know this already because they've been telling me. Mm-hmm. She does. And when my mom's crying, I get sad. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, too bad she isn't diabetic. <laughs> and you know what? I'm glad I got a good beginning because some animals have bad ones. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to your show, and I can sense some of the animals listening, and they have been abused, and I've never been abused. So I'm lucky. And if I can help someone then the world will be a better place. And, Mom, I'll come and visit. 
This is what we'd always known would happen. Yeah. It's terribly sad, but it's what's meant to be. And you were going to tell me if I didn't want to go, I could fail. But I don't think that's right. Because mm-hmm. I think I need to give it my all. And I need to try. Can you tell her not to pull on the leash? <laughs> because if she doesn't like that person, she'll pee all over them. Which is really, <laughs> which is really interesting because back when, um, back when I would find, um, I, I worked for an animal rescue, and I would do, like, the home checks and stuff, and, and sometimes I would drop off the dogs. And I would always tell the dogs, if you have to give it at least two weeks, and if you don't like it after the two weeks, pee and poop all over the house. <laughs> you get returned if you're peeing and pooping all over the house. So I I didn't say that here, but I think like maybe somewhere in my unconscious it's still stored. So that's, that's probably why she said that she would pee all over the place. <laughs> well, can you ask her not to pull on the leash? Because I don't want her to pull somebody over. She still does pulling too much pulling. She's good at everything except loose She's leash walking. So slow. They're always cutting along. I say, hurry up. We got things to do. Oh, but you have she to walk. To... Yeah. The best dogs are always walking the same pace as their people. You have to keep your shoulder to their knee. That's the best way to walk. Yep. You know what? What am I supposed to do if somebody almost dies in front of me? Um, she's going to learn that, right? Yeah, she already knows. Well, she doesn't she's, already know because she's... Because she, she has the call. She has the call help button. She has a call help button. And and where is that? On the phone. Okay, and so she already knows to press that button? Yep. Okay, so... Um, so if somebody almost dies, then she has to go press that button on the phone. Oh, okay. She didn't understand the correlation. Hmm. But I'm glad she does now. That's so cool. She's she can press a button on the phone. How cool is that? And she's what did you say? Two years old. Yep, but she's been doing it since she was four months. She's oh, really how, good. How wow. neat is that? Oh, well. So one of the things I want to tell both of you is that. You can talk to each other from a distance. So you just want, when she's gone, if you can just at night before you fall asleep or any time where you're just like quiet, you can think of her and send her love and tell her about your day and she will get it all. She'll get it. So really? Just know that. You'll always be connected that way. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. be well. Thank you, thank you. Can I ask a quick question about our kitty cat who's not eating much at all, and I can't get her to, I don't know if she's freaked out about the transition, but she just will not eat 
her food, oh. and I keep trying new and different foods. And okay. I don't know much about cats. <laughs> okay, what does she look like? She's a beautiful black cat with green eyes. She's seven years old. I'm nervous about my sister leaving. Will I ever have to leave? No, honey. You're never going to have to leave. And my food makes my mouth water. It's really yucky. It's making my mouth water. What kind does she want? Um, I would check her teeth to make sure her teeth are okay. And and what kind of food are you feeding her? Um, well, I keep switching it up. I keep switching up the dry food. I keep getting different bags of it, all different kinds. I've tried so probably 15 most, different kinds. The most important thing is that you don't buy it from a supermarket. And that no, is I the don't. It's highest quality of food that you can get, and so you want to get it from, you want to get no grain because grain yep. often swells in the stomach. And, um, like, Halo is a, is a popular one. Stella and Chewies, you know, of course, I like. What one? Stella and Chewies. Stella, um, okay. Yeah, but I would check her teeth if her mouth is water. Well, actually, she... I, she did just have two teeth pulled about two months ago. Oh, okay. Well, I'd make sure that there's no infection in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good luck, okay. Nina, and uh, let thank us know you. what happens thank with you. the transition. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Bye, Meta. Um, our next caller is Rose and Panda. Rose is black and white. Uh, they're cats. And Panda is a ginger tabby, and they're meowing a lot at night. So let's find out what's going on. Uh, what's going on at night there? Hi, this is Bex. Hi, Bex. Hi. Um, so they, you know, they run around at nighttime because they're nocturnal or whatever. But um, lately they've been meowing crazily and just like heaps more than usual. Um, and also, I'm moving soon, so they, I suppose they might be worried about that, but um, I really just want to know why, because they just, like, cry constantly. And um, w- when you say you're moving, are you all moving, or are you... Yeah, um, where me, Panda, and Rose are moving, my housemate has already left. Okay. And and um, what time of night are they meowing? When you're sleeping or before bed? Or... Yes, yes, yes. When you're sleeping? Yes. Okay, okay, hold on, let me get them. Rose says she doesn't know what's happening. There's an old lady spirit. And she keeps trying to come and talk to my mom. And she's saying, sweetheart, everything's going to be all right. And she keeps saying to my mom, you're following your dreams. Be confident. Do you know who that is? Oh, my gosh. Um, my All I can think of is my grandma who passed away because... Um, my mom's mom. Oh, and are you moving to follow your dreams? Um, 
kind of, I don't know. I um, I mean, I've been following my animal communication dreams and like last time Panda was saying all this supportive stuff similar to that. Um, and moving out is kind of, um, I think it's a big deal. Cause like I've been thinking about living alone and having a really spiritual, just, um, I don't know, a nice time. I don't know. Oh. Oh, how nice. Gosh, that's so amazing. Your grandma is around you, and she's talking to Rose and Panda. And then maybe you were getting it all from Panda, too, because she's been talking to Panda also. Oh, okay, cool. That's so neat. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I'm psyched that you've been talking to them like that and that you were getting stuff back from Panda. That's so awesome. Yeah, okay, let me, yeah. let me hear what Panda says about why Panda is meowing. Hold on. Okay. Because I'm concerned. And the reason why I'm concerned is I want to make sure I get a high tree where we go. I need to be able to go high. Do you know what he's talking about? Does he go outside? Or is he talking about like a cat tree inside? Um, they're indoor cats. Um, he, I actually did once get that he wanted a tree. <laughs> Good. Um, but I mean, it's hard because I'm renting and stuff, so it's usually just an apartment. Um, but I did think about getting like an actual. I I couldn't quite think what I wanted, but like some kind of like indoor tree. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe get like a cat tree you can climb. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at natural ones last night. Oh, last night you were looking at them. Yeah, yeah, briefly. Oh, my gosh, you're doing so good. Because he's probably telling you over and over again, and you're, like, started to look look for them. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I, um, knew it was an old, I knew it was an old lady. <laughs> oh, wow. Panda says, tell Mom we support this move. Tell her that everything's going to be okay. And maybe maybe what you could do with them, too, is, like, because I think they're meowing a lot is also when they want to talk to you and when they want to tell you things. And at nighttime when you're sleeping is a good time for them to get a hold of your unconscious. So maybe just to set a time with them, like, okay, this is when we're going to do it. I want you to save it all for when we sit down together. Or I want you to just <laughs> send it to me while I'm sleeping, but just be really quiet. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Hey, thank you so much. Okay, good luck with the move. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Good luck. That's so cool. I love how Panda is so encouraging. I know. I love how she's been getting it from her animals. She's got everything that they've been telling her. I know. You know what? We've had a lot of uh, animal communicators on today. Oh, it's so awesome. I love it. I know it. all of us are animal communicators. We all have it in us, as you say. We sure, we sure do if you're listening. Uh, sometimes I'm a little bit not confident about it, but um, I'm well, working on it, you know. You're awesome. Okay, so we have, um, <laughs> we have one more call, and uh, his name is Nikki with a cat named Sammy Joe, who has a gray and white chest and uh, toes, but 
uh, he's uh, let's see here. I don't know what else is going on. Oh, he just have, is, has been to the vet recently. So let's find out what's going on. What's happening with Sammy Joe? Um, hi, Sammy Joe. Um, I had just taken him to the vet, and they had said he had high white blood counts, and they thought that indicated that he might have cancer. And I just wanted to see if he's in any pain or, I mean, I don't know if I want to, like, put him through treatments or anything because he's already 14 and I don't want him to go through, like, undue pain and stuff like that. Okay, let me see. Hold on. I don't feel that much in pain. I sort of have an eating away feeling inside of me. My stomach really bothers me. But I don't want to die. I want to be able to take care of my person. And you know what? I like cut up people food. (laughs) And I like water glasses that are high. And they make me less dizzy when I drink. Who wants you to raise the water glass or put it in a people glass so he doesn't have to put his head all the way down? Okay, yeah, I've seen him. He kind of crouches down to get to it because he's kind of a tall cat. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm worried about how his body's feeling. You do want to make sure that he's on no grains. Because if he does have cancer, cancer feeds off grains. And I also would take him to a holistic vet because... Sometimes where traditional medicine fails or they can only go so far, uh, holistic medicine can work with your traditional vet or or do go a different route. So that might help with that feeling in his stomach. Yeah, they said they found a lump in his spleen. So I wasn't oh. sure if that was a tumor, but that's what they had said, so that might be the pain in his stomach. And he's been yeah. eating a whole lot but not really gaining Wait. Oh, and he doesn't have like worms? Down. No, they tested him for everything. Good. And good. we give him the cut up food you said. We give him, I give him, whenever I eat meat, I give him like cut up chicken from my plate or cut up hamburger or something. And oh, good. He could live, he could live on that. You know, you could supplement it with Stella and Chewy's, but that's a really good diet for him. Okay. Yeah. So we have to close up the show here pretty soon. So. Um, you have to leave him. I'm just going to ask him what else he wants to say to you. Okay. Just that I love them. Aww. And thank you for helping me. You know what else I was thinking that might help him is coconut oil. Google coconut oil for cats. Coconut oil? Okay. Yeah, that might help his stomach. Okay. Okay, good luck, Dickie, and good luck to Sammy Joe. I hope you feel better. Well, he seems like uh, he's not feeling that badly, right? Well, I don't, I wouldn't, he doesn't feel so hot. Oh, he doesn't? No, it's interesting, cancer and worms um, and grain intolerance all have that Mm -hmm. same feeling in the body. It's like, it feels like, makes me think of like, you know when you wrap a uh, wet towel and you like, you wrap it around? It mm-hmm. sort of feels like that in the stomach, if you can imagine mm-hmm. what it feel like. Mm-hmm. Not very good. Yeah, that doesn't sound 
good at all. That makes sense with the spleen. The spleen sometimes feels like that too, and the pancreas feels like that also. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting that I don't know what that feels like because I'm not that sensitive, but it's kind of, I mean, it's not a good feeling, but it's interesting that you can feel all those things when animals feel it. Yeah, I can, a lot of times I feel it all in my own body, and I'll be, like, talking to them, and I'll be like, whoa, I feel so dizzy. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. And sometimes Makia, she always sort of lies to me about how she's feeling. Like, she always says to me, I'm okay. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And so then I say, Makia, send me exactly how you feel. And then when I feel it in my body, I'm like, whoa, that is not okay. Yeah. But, like, her little head is saying, I'm okay. She's so tough. <laughs> oh, Makia, you got to tell your mom when you don't That's feel what I good. tell them. God, you can't I say I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time for Words of Wisdom with Storm King and Friends. Let's see who wants to speak with us today. Who should we do? I'll let you pick. Let me pick. Okay, well, let's ask Makia. Okay, I'm going to get Makia. Where's the wisdom? Makia, Makia. Everyone should get a big car to transfer all their animals. <laughs> you know why she said that? I know why she said that. I'm looking for a VW bus, 79 and under. <laughs> And that's what I've been thinking about. Oh, it's going to be so much nicer when all the animals go in the car. Okay. Makia, honey, what else could you say that words of wisdom, honey? Everyone should look at the sunrise. Because the sunrise is beautiful. And everyone should care about each other. Even if you don't feel like it. Because it will make you feel better if you do. Well, that's sweet. That's like that's if you don't feel sweet. well, still do service for others, and that will yes. help. That is so important. Mm-hmm. Very important. Good words of wisdom. Yeah. Thank you, Makia. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. So thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to go to thepetpsychic.com, that's www.thepetpsychic.com. Dot com. You can find out so much more about Laura. You can schedule your private consultations, mm-hmm. um, learn more about animal ca- communication. You can get all the tips, calming signals, all that sort of fun stuff. So go to thepetpsychic.com and also go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Please like us on our page and uh, join us next week. Uh, We're also loving all the photos and all that stuff on the page. So thank you, thank you, and I guess we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. (laughs) 